Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High Five Gear. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.high5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy highfivegear.com. Hey, bowlers, Bowling This Month is back. Bowling This Month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Hi, this is Norm Duke. You're listening to Above180.com with Tim Berg. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me on the Above180.com podcast is Caitlin Johnson. Caitlin's bowling collegiately, her final year at Weber International University. Caitlin was also out at the team trials, so I thought it'd be great to catch up with her. Caitlin, thanks again for being here on the show. Thank you for having me. Caitlin, let's begin by talking about your Team USA trials experience. Five days, five different patterns, five very demanding patterns. Talk about that for someone who's never competed at Team USA, what that's exactly like, and just some of the challenges that are you face on a daily basis. Well, that tournament brings the whole every day is a new day idea into a whole new meaning um, because every day is truly a completely different day as far as the lanes go, what pairs you're bowling on, who you're bowling with, and everything. Um, so there's a lot of different aspects to it. So it's like five different tournaments in one tournament. They just happen to be in consecutive days. Um, so it's like five, six game sweepers, basically, is the way I like to think of it. Um, going from day to day, you know, you, you have the practice session at the beginning, and you kind of you know what patterns you're bowling on. You get an idea of, like, what part of the lane you play with those patterns, uh, what bowling balls you might be able to use. But it never holds true to whenever you actually bowl the competition, uh, just like any other tournament typically is, especially later in the week. The pattern's completely different than the way it was in practice. Um, and that's the way this past week was as well. Mexico City seemed like it would be um, a fairly one of the easiest shots. And it turned out that London was the easiest shot throughout the week. As far as scores go, um, scores were definitely a lot higher the second day versus the fifth day, um, just because the way the lanes got played, the way they broke down, um, and all different kinds of aspects. So for that tournament, it's just you have to stay present and have to stay in the moment, um, making making spares and just focusing on what is going on in that specific moment, on that specific day, on that pair of lanes, or lane to lane, because um, Gold Coast has a tendency to one lane's not going to play the exact same as the other lane. Um, that house is very hard in that aspect of being able to hit a pair where 
you know, you bowl really well, um, it takes a lot of focus and a lot of effort. So for that tournament, for me, I like to just focus on one thing at a time. And that's all you really can focus on. Caitlin, this tournament's also a little bit unique regarding the equipment restrictions and how many pieces you can actually bring in with you. Is that correct? You can actually bring as many bowling balls as you'd like. Um, and you can also get some stuff drilled throughout the week. There's no ball sheets, no ball card. Uh, you're allowed to take bowling balls in and out of the bowling center throughout the week because there is no ball card. Um, you can put as many in the paddock as you would like. At least at this event, uh, we were able to. We had plenty of paddock space, which is a blessing, um, especially being in a casino. Dragging the bowling balls across the casino is never fun. So um, for that event, USBC allows you to bring whatever. You can drill whenever. And what's very interesting is uh, it obeys by WTBA rules, which are you can surface a bowling ball during practice and between every game. So as long as your pair hasn't started competition on the next pair, then you can surface your bowling ball whenever you move pairs. Caitlin, that has to be quite a change from what you're used to then in your college competitions. Right, exactly. Uh, with college, you know, most of the time we don't even know what pattern we're bowling on. We have to show up with five bowling balls, turn our ball card in before we get to the tournament. So it's, it's very interesting, the different rules, the different tournaments. Um, and, you know, for team trials, it's, it's kind of like an open book pretty much, um, in com especially in comparison to college. And would you say, I guess then, you said some of the patterns you thought would play harder than the other. Would you say they all were about what you normally saw when you when you head out to these team trials about as far as difficulty and, and a, a few of them, you know, maybe playing a little bit softer and some of them playing a little more challenging? Yes, definitely. Um, there's, since there is five days, there's going to be at least a couple hard days and then a couple of the softer days where scores are a little bit higher. Um but for this event, you know, it seemed that there were a few, a few patterns, uh, London, Stockholm, and Mexico City were the higher scoring ones. Um, Beijing was tough. And that, for some reason, that, that pattern always plays tough at that house. Uh, even last year, we bowled on it the last day and scores were a little bit lower last year as a field goes. And um, Sydney being 33 feet. Yeah, you know, that stumped quite a few people. So that one was a harder pattern as well. So um, USBC does a really good job of picking the patterns and determining which days they want the patterns on strategically and having the difference between difficult and hard or difficult and uh, softer patterns where, you know, if you can strike, you can strike. If you can't, can you grind it out? Um, and they, the patterns are really designed to find the best bowlers in the country and that's why that tournament is one of my favorite tournaments of the entire year um, if not my favorite and I've been bowling it since I was a junior in high school and that tournament is just it really shows you what you're made of what you need to work on and who's the best in the country. One of the big stories at team trials was Kelly Kulik and how she was competing and able to compete so well on every pattern. What did Kelly have that a lot of the other ladies and competitors, even for that matter, didn't always find when they went pattern to pattern day to day? Well, Kelly, Kelly's a great competitor because she stays in the moment so well. She doesn't think ahead and she doesn't think behind. So she's focused on that one specific shot, that one lane, every single time she picks up the bowling ball. And I think that is one thing that really helps her 
get through this tournament. I mean, she ran it over last year. She ran it over this year. And, you know, she, she likes this house. She understands this house. She's bowled in it multiple times. Um, but she also is just so good at staying in the moment. And I think that's the one thing that's helped her to succeed the past couple of years in this tournament is just focusing on going out there, that one specific shot. That's what she's focused on. And it seemed like this year she was just having fun. She was going out there and having fun with it. And, I mean, obviously she was bowling well, so it's a little bit easier to have fun whenever you're bowling well. But she really enjoyed herself and enjoyed the moment, enjoyed whenever she was struggling, and still found a way to overcome by just being open-minded throughout the entire week. Yeah, are there a couple other people who maybe who caught your attention while you were out there bowling and, and maybe you crossed with them or maybe you saw them or, or any other people that the listeners here should keep an eye on as far as people that we're going to be seeing and, and, um, and hearing a lot more from in the upcoming years? Uh, yeah, Lauren Pate was, would be one of them. She bowled absolutely phenomenal all week long. Um, even whenever she did hit a rough pair where she got off to a bad start, she would finish that I could see at least every game very strong and competed very well all week. Um, Gigi Mason's another one. I didn't get to watch her as much because she wasn't very close to me for most of the week, but we did the last day we got paired up together and she handled herself very well, competed very well and was very open-minded and in the moment. And uh, those would be probably the, the two that stand out the most to me as far as the way they competed and how much fun they had out on the lanes this week. Speaking of Vegas, you're going to want to check out the TAT tournament, the true amateur tournament, national tournament taking place January 27th through February 2nd at the Orleans. $30,000 first place prize, lots of great VIP squads you can bowl, lots of great information, lots of great money to be had. More importantly, check everything out at trueamateurtournaments.com. All the action begins on the 27th. That's a Monday. Runs through February 2nd, the Super Bowl. That's the day the finals are. Again, check out trueamateurtournaments.com for more information. Also, check out bowlingthismonth.com, bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource, all at your fingertips. Lots of great articles. The ball reviews are down your left-hand side. Ways to help your game physically, mentally, all sorts of tips from coaches. The greatest stuff you're going to need. Check it all out again, bowlingthismonth.com. And also keep in mind, the Bowling This Month tournament, the BTM tournament that Rick Ramsey and his wife Gail do a great job of running in conjunction with the USBC Open Championships. That's going to be held again this year. This year, I believe Rick said he's having it at Coconut Bowl. So again, uh, look at the website BowlingThisMonth.com for more information about that. And um, we'll be looking forward to seeing everyone out in Reno at the BTM tournament. And also check everything out at BowlingThisMonth.com. And with all these great tournaments to bowl, you're going to want to look sharp. So go to h5gbrands.com. High Five Gear does a great job of keeping you looking sharp on the lanes. H5G Brands, thousands of designs, no hidden artwork fees. They'll have things turned around quickly to you. Just let them know your time window and when you're looking for something. They work with you through the mock-ups to make your jersey look sharp and look the way you want it. You get to use your individuality. You can create team jerseys if you're looking to take a crew of guys out to whether that's Reno or whether that's uh, your city or your state or your local tournament. You can do that. Or if you're just looking for your own jersey, check everything out, h5gbrands.com. Make sure you use promo code ABOVE180. That will get you $20 off your order. That's promo code above 180 by going to h5gbrands.com. 
All right, so Caitlin, as you head back to Weber International, how how are you able to take this experience out in Vegas and use some of what you learned there on the lanes when you're bowling uh, collegiately? So with with college, um, you're very focused on, well, at least for me, I'm very focused on the team and focused on um, getting them prepared for tournaments. And, you know, sometimes I put myself on the back burner and that that possibly could have hurt me this past week, but going forward for the rest of the season, um, I'm, I have plans to put in 125% effort uh, at all times. My class schedule is a little bit more relaxed this semester, so I have more time to spend at Kegel, which will help a lot um, and just get myself more physically prepared, mentally prepared for the rest of the season um, and then possibly the tour going forward after the collegiate season's over. So I'm going to take what I learned from this past week as far as, you know, seeing my ball go down the lane, watching it go through the pins. Um, that was something that I struggled with a little bit was getting my ball to go through the pins the right way to knock down all pins in one shot and not two. Um, so I'm going to take that and work hard on how can I manipulate the bowling ball to go through the pins a little bit better. Um, that's going to be a big thing that I plan on working on within the next few months, getting ready for sectionals and nationals coming up in April. All right. Well, Caitlin Johnson, I thought it'd be great to catch up with you. Someone to provide some firsthand perspective and knowledge regarding the tournament out in Vegas and, um, and all the best of luck with you moving forward in your final semester at Weber international and, um, and all the best of luck Thanks. moving forward with everything you got going regarding bowling and everything. You're very busy. Yeah. Yes, I am. But you know, I love it. I love the, the grind um, every day, go out there and just keep working hard. So thank you, Tim, for having me on the podcast and uh, getting to catch up with you a little bit.